Why did all the dinosaurs die out? Because you touch yourself at night. I'm pretty sure I'm a wizard. The more you fuck around, the more you're gonna find out. Quiet on set. And here we go. Welcome back. This is Instagram Rundown. It is your boy Erock the Goon, and with me, as always, the man, the myth, the legend, the magic man himself. Action Mango in the building, ready to roll. Let's do it. You know, uh, if anybody else is like us, you may have been caught off guard that uh, Daylight Savings is here. So, <laughs> uh, just a uh, fair, fair warning to all people out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mother Nature stole an hour from us, and I'm going on a rampage today because it's like, <laughs> oh man, it's why? Why are we still doing this shit? Is this just for like farmers or some I, shit like that? I'm pretty sure. Like, and I'm 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 about to go talk to the farmers to be like, I, I don't understand the reason for this anymore. It just you know like. I, I guess, like, back when we were in, like, school, it's like, everybody, yeah, it saves time, and we were all somehow convinced that this is, like, worth it, and I'm like, to me, it's just like, we either lose or gain an hour of sleep, and it's yeah. like, everything else just seems fucked up along the way, so it's like, I, I don't, like, because just, just a, like, little little behind the scenes info for you, all you guys, like, like I, I nearly, like, missed our, our start time for the show today, because I was <laughs> looking at the one non-digital clock in my house, and I was just like, oh, yeah. I got an hour. I'm good to go. <laughs> Some breakfast, and Ugh. lo and behold, it is uh, five minutes to showtime. Apparently, so it's like. Uh, and if you're uh, a if you are a PC gamer, don't forget if that time isn't set for some reason, mm. yeah, your your computer will be stuck on uh, peanut butter falcon mode if if you catch my drift. <laughs> so. It's like I have to. I have to get the time right right now. <laughs> Nothing else is happening. <laughs> at least, at least, at least that's my computer. I, I don't know anybody else's I think situation. It's only with like Windows, yeah, like yeah. Windows is like very up. Like it's like the time must be right, otherwise everything else is off. So yeah. it's like, it's, I mean, you can't run, You can't do shit if uh, if the time <laughs> if the time isn't right. So with with that being said, listen, a couple of unnecessary things, but I'm into it. Yeah. This uh, Sunny D vodka seltzer is coming out. I already am intrigued by this yeah. because of just the name. Like, I mean, do tell more. I mean, zero sugar, so you can mm-hmm. get you can get yeah. bent responsibly. And I, I gotta <laughs> tell you, I'm very very intrigued by this. I I also do like that as their marketing term, like get bent responsibly. Like, yeah, it just seems did. to be. Out of all the ones, you know, that that one actually just resonated with me. But yeah, no, that's actually this doesn't sound bad at all. Like yeah. this is, I'm I'm like, you know, your mind goes to be like, all right, what what could you know? Because my mind is Sunny D sugary drinks. I was like, I swore off of them after my too many years of Red Bull vodkas. But it's like, <laughs> I was like, that's yeah, seltzer Sunny D and a little vodka. That's that's not that's yeah. Not and then, I, would, I, I like, never even thought about mixing mixing that combination up. And I mean, but it just sounds it sounds like it's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, you know that's the nice thing about these drinks. But I'm like, you know what? They don't sound like they work. But then once you have them, you're just like, yeah, yeah. I could have about eight or nine of these. So it's oh, like, one, absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent. If that and um, what else? Kool Aid be something that I used to get a little. I used to get away from me a lot when I was a kid. Like, cause I'd be a little heavy, cool, heavy handed right? on the on the on the on the pouring of that of that damn Yeah, shirt. look, we were all like that. I, I was going like diabetic level. Like that's that was my like. Preferred sugariness of Kool Aid. This this next item, I'm not so much into this. In mm-hmm. fact, I'm probably I'm going to be strongly against this. Now, 
when it comes to wings, to me, yeah, to me, and you could be different, but I look down at first. I and I'm, I just, this is gonna be a bit of a hot take. So, if you got a problem with this, I mean, you know, it, it, <laughs> you know where to find me. It, it's fine. <laughs> Catch me outside. <laughs> Blue cheese is for dirty people. Okay, firmly believe that. <laughs> I have no respect I will, for. Uh, I have no. I don't. I don't have. I don't have respect for for blue cheese There's, fans at all. I mean, let's let's just let's just tackle the blue cheese <laughs> just from the start. First off, my cheese should only be. It just shouldn't be blue. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, it just shouldn't be blue. Like, white or yellow. White yellow color. is the only that's it, exactly. Yeah, it, the only acceptable colors. <laughs> I have cheese issues on that level alone. Then it's like, yeah, I honestly, with the whole like existence of ranch being an option, it's like, why do I want blue cheese? Like, what what is what is blue cheese bringing to the table that ranch doesn't? Like, exactly. that's that's my thing. So. Exactly. So, and in this case, I every time you know, every time I get a chance, I always defend ranch, except for right mm-hmm. now. Okay? okay, I just want people to know when it comes to. My uh, sauce on the side with wings mm-hmm. is ranch or get away from me. Very simple. It's that true. being it's said, uh, one thing I will not be doing with ranch is enjoying the mm-hmm. ice cream version of it. Because that sounds oh, horrible. God. That, oh, God. <laughs> that no. sounds no. absolutely <laughs> like, disgusting. My stomach just did a little flip. Like, that's just like, that's, ah, ranch. Like, I would... Want so many other flavors of ice cream before I wanted ranch. Like that's just, I, I don't know, man. No, no, no. Nothing about that sounds like it's going to be good. It, this is this comes. <laughs> it's the collaboration that nobody asked for. Hidden Valley with Brooklyn's Van Luen ice cream parlor oh, yeah. has created ranch ice cream. I mean, and bleh, like nah, yeah, I'm good, like, bro. And that's a really good ice cream company. Like they make some other like, like, good. Like I'm talking like legit. Like oh, this is like crack ice cream because yeah. it's like, but yeah, um, <laughs> hard pass on the Hidden Valley flavor. Like just hard, hard pass. Like that's just. Uh, it, it, at this I'm, point, we're doing too much. Let's like I mean, let's stop. Also, couldn't you just freeze ranch and effectively get the same thing? Like I'm, I'm talking like bootleg version of just take some coffee creamer pour it in the ranch throw it in the freezer and i feel like you have 90 percent of what you're going to get there uh, i don't see how this product improves any other way uh, absolutely like, i don't I'm, I'm with you 100 i don't know i'm not either way i'm all set yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's just uh any believe me like try any of their other flavors it is a million times better this is going to be yeah, that's just. A, yeah, it, it, yeah. I, I'm, I'm all set. Uh, I never got into. Uh, it, is it avocado ice cream? Is that was that a thing also? Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, I never tried that yeah. for obvious reasons. See, that's just that's like that whole thing when they give you those like impossible. Like it tastes just like hamburgers. I'm like, it tastes like plants that are masquerading as hamburgers, and it's a good attempt. But this isn't like what I'm like. My brain is expecting something completely different than what I'm tasting. So it's exactly. Like, oh no, like I'm good. All right, let's get down to what we do, baby. Uh, I got a chance yesterday yep. to see Scream 6. Okay. I got to tell yes. you, usually at this point, it'd be like a gag, you know, like yep. whatever, a, bit, a mockery of itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to tell you, this is actually a good flick. 
Nice. It's okay. actually really good. Them doing this in New York is actually perfect. Yeah. Yeah, there's something about once it was like the setting was there, I was like, it gave it a little. And I mean, this is beyond me and my obvious New York bias, but it's just like there's something about the grittiness of New York City that just lends yeah. itself to a horror movie. So it's like except for except for like when Jason came to Manhattan. I love how that was the exact movie you thought of. Because like, as I said it, I was like, ooh, except for that one. And then it's like. <laughs> so, I mean, whoever, whoever, whoever was buying special effects for it. Jason goes to Manhattan, should be <laughs> shot and fired immediately because it, it was some of the, it, it makes for some of the best like YouTube films to watch online. I strongly suggest yeah. you guys watch the scene <laughs> where he tosses the dude off the roof because oh yeah. it's so <laughs> evident that he's throwing a, a, a doll and it's just, yeah, yeah, it's, it's almost like, like, you know, in Fresh Prince when... Will got thrown by Uncle Phil. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was one episode he got tossed like that because he was a him and Jazz had switched places. Mm-hmm. And he got tossed. Oh, it, 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 it clearly see it was a doll. You can just see. Yeah. It, it's it's, like it was the trying. same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. It, it, it's rough. It. But yes, this movie, and I'll tell you what, out of all of them, this is actually probably the most brutal. Mm. Nice. So yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's intense, very intense. Uh, I don't, I didn't remember if uh, I was very forgettable for me, so yeah. I didn't, I didn't sure. even watch it again before I went to go see this, but I was familiar with the two, uh, with the leads, uh, Jenny Ortega and the and the other girl I forgot, uh, Jessica Barrera, I believe that's her name. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I remember kind of where they were, where they were from and. And they touched a little bit. They gave us a bit of a recap for the for the previous. But you know the killer here. I got it. It's 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 it is it's different. And honestly, mm. and I honestly didn't see it coming. I really didn't. So, uh, definitely well done on their end. Seriously, usually you can kind of get a chance and you can kind of figure it out by by the third act. Who the hell it is? Yeah, that's like the worst when you're just like, all right, I see where this is going. It's like you, yeah. you almost know you like you can walk out and you're just like, but I, I paid for the ticket. I might, but uh, well, it's good that they were able to keep a little surprise going. So one, the only thing that kind of bothered me was there was like three people that the way they got shanked should have mm. died, and he didn't. Oh uh, yeah. So I, I mean, like- yeah. You, you definitely punctured an internal organ, and you're just still walking around. It's like a, a few internal those. organs, and uh, yeah, yeah, the fact that they're still breathing is very odd to me. But yeah, uh, yeah. outside outside of that, I mean, it's a it's a really solid flick, and I was pleasantly surprised. And I was oh, smart. I, I watched that shit like at ten o'clock in the morning. First <laughs> show, matinee. We ain't doing this. And I will say this: mm-hmm. it brings back. This, that style of horror where it's a slasher instead of like the yeah, demons yeah. and shit like that, it kind of Which, it brings it definitely brings that yeah. vibe back and they did a hell of a job they crushed it for sure. I like that because it's honestly been missing from horror movies because like like you said every it feels like every other big horror movie has been some kind of paranormal activity kind of yeah. shit. So it's like it's nice to just be like oh this is just genuine real terror like exactly yeah and. Listen, it, that kind of stuff, that kind of horror, is, it's fine. It's not my cup of tea. I like, mm-hmm. I like for there to be uh, a real antagonist where 
a struggle could take place, an actual mm-hmm. fight instead of like not having a shot in hell of fighting yeah. whatever the hell you're like, fighting. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of yeah. like I kind of like that idea of it where there's yeah, somebody to face. You know what I'm saying? It's a little more reality based, and you can yeah. kind of you can relate with it a little better. So. Exactly. So I definitely made it's, Scream Six is worth it's worth its weight in gold. I enjoyed the flick. I thought it was really good. Compared, especially compared to the other ones, this has got to be up there. So. Definitely gonna have to check this one out too. Yeah. So. I, I strongly recommend it. Very again, very brutal, very graphic, and that's uh, what we even, signed up for. Even even the opening, the you know how every every scream has like an opening kill scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even yeah, like even that. that one kind of throws you for a loop because you're like, oh shit, they're they're setting a different, whole different tone. So I'm, I'm telling you, I like you, that though. Yeah. yeah, very different, which is surprisingly because there's six installments, but it is a very different. Well, yeah, thing. you figure they would have jumped the shark at some point. But, yeah, you know. exactly. Oh, and there is a there is an end credit scene. It doesn't do anything for the story, but there is a end credit scene in case you are wondering. All right, nice um, little bonus. Being the fact that we are on the subject of horror, have you sir, ever played Dead by Daylight? Uh, no, because I don't like terrifying myself that much, but it's just like, <laughs> I have seen it. Yeah. Like it's, it looks like a hell of a scary game. I'm not going to yeah, lie. I, I have, I have attempted this once and I did 100% shit my pants. Uh, this <laughs> basically, if you're not familiar with dead by daylight, dead by daylight, it's a video game that's basically manhunt. It'd be the best way to describe it. If you guys remember that mm-hmm. game as a kid or yeah, it's a very intense version of hide and go seek. <laughs> if you're if you if, if you don't know what for, a man for the is, youth for the yeah, youth if you don't know what a man hunt is it's basically a very intense version of hide and go seek uh but that mm-hmm. but that by daylight brings a cool element because it is all the horror legends essentially mm-hmm. so yeah. you have Jason Voorhees you have I want to say Freddy's in it Michael Myers is in it uh and obviously Dead by Daylight has its own core characters but then they have yeah. the the horror cla- uh the horror slasher classics as well and uh which is which is a cool which is which is a cool element but the reason okay. why we, the reason why we bring this game up because being the fact that we were just talking about scream six dead by daylight is gonna make its way to the big screen hey yo when they could really do anything with this because it, there's really like, there's really no story attached to the game, which is a nice freedom. You yeah, know, so not they have locked into anything. exactly. They have kind of like, you know, the verbal thoughts kind of go wherever they like with it. So, I think I think I think it'll be a good it'll be a good thing. Definitely, probably for a streaming crowd. I don't think this yeah. would be I don't good idea to go big screen with this because I, I don't I can't really see where they go with the story on this, but. The guys, yeah, the people like, are in charge are Bloomhouse and Bloomhouse. This is what they oh, do. So yeah, I can trust them for that. So it's not worth exactly. About it. I'm really looking yeah. forward to it. Uh, but also, they don't. There's no real like details outside of that. But um, I, I would assume they would bring. I would. It'd be cool to kind of see mm. the horror classics in that movie. The classic oh, yeah. uh, characters, but I doubt they would have the rights. I think that's only for the video yeah. game. So pretty much, I mean, like, yeah, I don't see them doing that. 
Maybe like a Netflix thing, but yeah. that's the only way I can see it happen. Somebody else would have to put up the money for the licensing for that. So. Exactly. I don't know if I, I don't know if they can get that going, but definitely it'll be. I, I'll tell you what, it, it would the movie itself would be a good Netflix thing. You know, Netflix has that interactive stuff. Oh yeah. So you That'd could be nice. the, the the game could tell you, ask you where should I hide next, and mm-hmm. you choose, and then they act out that scene. They could do shit like that very well with Netflix. So yeah. Well, that would work actually. I would, I would be interested to see if, that. If anybody knows that, remember that uh, the phenomenon known as Banner Snatch. That, oh yeah, <laughs> that that movie took a turn. It goes from asking, it literally. I'm, I, I, sh- I shit you not. The first question is, what mm. cereal should I eat? And then the next question is, should I bury my father, or should <laughs> I stab my sister? Like it goes. And we're talking this about be quick. Yeah, I'm like that escalated way too fast. <laughs> so if you guys don't know what to talk about, go watch Bane and Snatch. It's the movie the movie itself is only if you choose the right path, it's like an hour mm-hmm. and fifteen minutes, but you can easily get caught for like two or three hours oh, yeah. by cycling the different yeah. story arcs. So I, I mean, think definitely something like that with that by that would be really cool. That'd be nice, yeah, because, like you said, it was a fun event. To, like, to, you can just replay it as many times as you want. Like, we all remember those Choose Your Own Adventure books. It's like, just do yeah. whatever you feel like. Exactly. All right, Dave, you know, you remember those, uh, you know those weird-ass red boots that's sweeping the internet? Oh, God, yeah, I've been seeing them everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just... I've yet to see it live in person. I, I'm very interested. I've been trying to tuck my wife into rocking them. But she, <laughs> I mean, re- she absolutely, the statement. She absolutely refuses, but... Yeah, it's, 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 it's a look. It's it's too expensive for a gad gift. It's like over three hundred dollars. Oh god, so, really? So, yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. What? It's three hundred dollars for just straight rubber. So yeah, I don't. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm almost set. Buck fifty max. It's like, yeah. just like I don't care. Like, and, that's, and, that's, that's ridiculous. and that's pushing it. Hundred dollars is pushing it. Like, dude, mind you, are these even like comfortable? Like, yeah, who are knows? they? Like, I mean, who they knows? look like like really bad. Like, like if you're wearing those, like. Oversized house slippers, like that's kind of what they remind me of. Where it's just like, I'm like, I don't see how you walk in these without tripping over your own feet. Like it's just, yeah. I, I mean, dude, I well, I get it, <laughs> but it's just like no hard pass for three hundred. Now that those boots are in play, we got a special pair of boots that nobody saw coming. Our guy Super Mario, his boots are will be wearable. And they will be on okay. the. They're on display currently at the Nintendo Store in Manhattan, and you can get a pair of Mario nice. boots. And we're talking. I mean, it looks like those red boots, but it's just basically leather. So, I mean, you want to step up your game. I mean, I was talking about. I don't know. Uh, I have no. I have nothing for the price. I would like it for uh, our display studio, but if it's way too much money, absolutely not. Yeah, that's the only thing. But it would be like, it would be cool to have like, yeah. to get to get like a monkey wrench, those boots, and a PCV mm-hmm. pipe. I mean that for a display as a look. Yeah, yeah, for a, sure. The yeah. studio would be. Dope I think as functional boots, they're ridiculous. But it's just like yeah. as as far as like a collector's item, I yeah. I okay, I'll put it that way. It makes more sense as a collector's item, which is ironic to say that they make more sense as like a shelf decoration than they do as actual shoes. Yeah, but. It's a Nintendo item. I could see, like, yeah, I could eat. I mean, I will wear it one time. I have to. I mean, well, can't. of course, you have to, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm not wearing them out, but it's like, I got to try them on to make sure they fit. <laughs> just like, I get it. And if, yeah, they, no, if, they fit, if they fit good, I'll wear them outside. Just uh, walk around and, and 
Yeah, see, my thing is, it's just like, I'd be so worried about messing them up. I'm just like, because I'd be actually worried about more than messing them up than like a nice new pair of sneakers or something. Because I'm just like, yeah, it's to be me, they just, yeah. that's the thing. That's, mm-hmm. that's my only hang up with them. That's it. It's, aside from that, it's not the worst. It's just <laughs> not yeah. my first choice for footwear, but uh, definitely. Not, I, feel you. I feel you 100%. All right, uh, let's get this, get to this next. Uh, let's just switch this up, man. A little bit of controversy came out. When mm. Justice League killed the su- uh, Suicide Squad, killed the Justice League, dropped uh, extended gameplay footage, and oh, bro, yeah. it looked horrible. Lots of uh, yeah. purple orbs you're shooting at. Yeah, that's all, that's all, that's all it is. Just purple orbs. You don't see enemies like that. So yeah. outside of the Justice League, you don't really see anybody else as your enemy. So it's Which, it's like... absolutely it's it looks so it looks very lazy, especially for a game that. It's going to be a live service game that's going to require uh, constant online connection for you to even play it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. All, all I saw, like, you know what my biggest problem with that was that, like, that showed off that, like, the gameplay loop was in real danger of being, like, grindy and boring quickly. And that, that was, that's my main concern with that. It's just, like, it... It just looked like you were just jumping from like spot to spot, and don't get me wrong, like the traversal looks interesting. Like yeah, these, I was I was worrying. I'm like, how can they all get around without it being like, you know, too like outlandish? But it's like, all right, jetpacks, whatever. But then you're just like, like you said, I I don't remember really seeing anybody aside from those. It was literally just like it just felt like it was just those purple orbs, and I'm like, I don't. There's no distinct character that's like out aside exactly. from like Flash. So it's like. What are you really bringing here with this game? And it's like, exactly. Ooh. So obviously the game, a lot of critic, a lot of met with a lot of criticism and backlash. And listen, I'm I'm not you know you know me I'm not all for the mob mentality, but when it was in a situation like this where the studio knows they're basically looking for a reaction to see mm-hmm. how it's basically received. This is a marketing tactic when they release yeah. the trailer. They just want to see. What's the temperature? Is this going to make money? Do people like you? How you feeling about it? So when they drop something asking for your opinion, cool. So, uh, yeah, the opinion was definitely let, let known, and this game looks like hot garbage. Yeah. And it, it's, yes. it's unfortunate because this is the same company that brought us Arkham, you know, Arkham Asylum, Arkham Knight, Arkham City, and that, yeah. that you know, that studio set the bar. For video game, uh, comic book Pretty characters, much. you know what I'm saying? Video game, so. It's and super, it's it's super like, unfortunate, but they got to go back to the drawing board, make it look better, more and more appealing, or else this game is going to flop hard. So Yeah, I don't, I don't know what exactly they can do, because it's just, it was, it, it, it's interesting that you say that, because it's like, when you think about the Arkham games, and how those were like, you know, those didn't exactly have like, a crazy amount of like just base level enemy types but it was just like somehow those boss fights and the way it was crafted just made that game really just work on all, on all levels but it's like something about this where it's just like i don't see this being anywhere near as like entertaining as like arkham was i don't know if it's just like i can't quite put my finger on it because it wasn't like the jetpacks because like you need those to get around so it's and it's not like batman can't get around on his own but it's like there was just something about it where it's just like I I just think like the whole shooting loop is just going to be like really boring after like you know I'd give it like twenty hours of good entertainment of just like upgrades and stuff but then you just kind of hit this repetitive of like all right now I'm just getting the the upgraded version of that nice thing I got at level twenty or whatever so it's like 
I just think it's going to like fizzle out halfway through. Where it's just okay, like, it, it, it looks like the mechanics mm-hmm. aren't polished. You know what I'm saying? Outside of the enemies and outside of the look itself, it just looks like the mechanics itself aren't polished. And it just looks yeah. It looks like they're getting ready to drop an incomplete game. Like most, for some reason, that's been the trend mm-hmm. since COVID. Ever since COVID, now, I swear to God, we've had this downward spiral of quality. Yeah. And it's, it, it just shows. seems like it's like, and because you know what I think it is? It's like a lot of it's just like we set a deadline, we got to hit it, and we're going to rush to get everything out. And a little bit, I'm not like blaming consumers here, but it's just like we keep buying it. You know, like people keep paying for it. So like to them, it just signals, yes, we can keep doing this. And you're going to be mad about it, but not mad about it enough to not buy it. So. It's, exactly. It's, it's a two-way, you, you know. The, yeah, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. You should, you should be voting with your dollar. Instead of buying a game and waiting for updates and hoping for that, mm-hmm. make them, make them feel the pain up front. Don't buy until the updates take place. I strongly yeah. agree because it's it, more and more these big ass studios get away with more and more, mm-hmm. and it, something has to be done about it. So I, I 100% agree. I, I really yeah. do. That's the, that's the problem. AAA studios have the means to create a sick-ass game. But yet they're, but they just don't execute because they're just either lazy or they just don't set like the right standards in place. And then you have these indie studios that want to make a good game but don't have the resources to do it. It's always this, you know what I'm saying, yeah, give or take. You know. and it just sucks. It, it, they should really focus on... Delivering the clean ass game, and then you know what I'm saying, let's enjoy it, yeah, uh, and let's go from there. But the game does not; it looks very far from complete, and oh, God, it yeah. just it doesn't look right. I'm definitely not hopping into this until I see something else. And uh, pretty much, I mean, it is what it is. Take that uh, the tried and true strategy of wait it out until it's ready. So it's just listen. Video games, video games nowadays are too damn expensive. It's like seventy. 70 to 75 dollars before to, mm-hmm. to buy one and that's if uh you're getting the standard edition and it's it's just it's too much money to gamble your way through it you know what i'm saying yeah where you can it's... pick up a game for like 20 bucks yeah whatever like hoods and outlaws it was like 20 bucks for me and you pick mm-hmm. it up you're like whatever let's see what happens you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's if, it's, fine, if it's dog it's shit, whatever, I'm not, I'm not that butthurt about it. But if it's it's sick, I got a deal out of it. And this, That's but this case, thing. this game is gonna cost seventy dollars, and it looks like dog shit. Yeah, it so, looks like a twenty dollar game, right? Now. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like it's a problem. Yeah. It looks like an indie fucking company did that shit, and it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not good. All right, uh, Final Fantasy sixteen is something that Ooh. has the. You know, internet buzzing a lot because this is going to be the first Final Fantasy without any type of turn-based action. This is going to be like your your, your Elden Rings. It's going to be like mm-hmm. your Arkham City, like that kind of combat where yeah. you have the freedom to do whatever you want. Um, it won't be. It doesn't look like this is going to be open world, which is a bit of a drag, but it should still be That's interesting. a big enough world so you could really explore and enjoy. Um, yeah. the, 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 the thing with this game that I find very interesting is, uh, this is Square Enix, Square Enix has not been doing good, especially since yeah. Marvel's Avengers, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, like they've been 
striking Damn. out left and right, and their their studio is not doing good. This is yeah. their this I'm, is their hail mary. Because I'm trying to think now, like when well, I guess what is Final Fantasy 15 was probably their last big title that was like did really well. But yeah, and everything else before that, or I should say after that, yeah. it's been kind of a flop. So. I get it. This is uh, got to go all out for this one. And the reason why they're changing their their style of gaming after all these years mm-hmm. is because they're saying the newer generation of gamers don't aren't f- familiar with turn based style uh, action. Yeah. And I gotta tell you, which outside of Pokemon, I've never been a fan of turn by turn based. Even while playing Pokemon, it's annoying. I get I hit somebody <laughs> and then I have to wait for you to do it. I every yeah. any single game that's like that, I automatically check out. It's the worst. No, I don't blame it. And I think like back in then it was like it was more a limitation to the hardware yeah. that made you like do it. I mean, it was also like a choice style of play, but it was like I, I think just like your Nintendos and Super Nintendos couldn't handle like multiple inputs at the same time to do all that. So it was, but yeah, like I was the same way where it was like. Wasn't a big fan of the Final Fantasy series. Like, I knew they were, like, amazing stories. And, like, I, I was, like, kind of watching my friends play them. But I was never, like, into it enough to, like, sit down and play everything for myself. So, I get it where it's, like, yeah, like, this... I mean, like, I look at any of the... Yeah, really? Since Pokemon, there's been no, like, huge turn-based style game. Aside, Final Fantasy was pretty much carrying that torch for exactly. turn-based games. So, like, it's, like, they, I understand the Gears, Gears of War has... Has a has a thing like that. So does Halo. I think it's called mm-hmm. like Spartan Assault. But outside of that, that turn based style thing to me, that that genre yeah. is dead in the water. And what it was it? There like was an, a Marvel game that came out like that. It was um, Midnight, Midnight Suns, Suns was like, was like yeah. that also. And I, hey, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just not good. well. I say that to, to I, guess I was interested in Midnight Suns thing when I when before the gameplay came out and I knew what it was. I was like, oh, this looks awesome. And then it was yeah. like turn based, and I'm like. You know, like, yeah, uh, I'm not yeah. going to want to, I'm not as interested anymore. Instantly checked out. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So we got some good news for people who, like me, who were hyped on the uh, the new Cape Crusader anime that was coming out. Well, not anime, but okay. the animated, it was an animated series. And the mm-hmm. reason why I was kind of hyped on it, because you got JJ, you have, uh, who's who's behind this? Um, JJ Abrams. Matt nice. Reeves and the OG himself, Bruce Tim. If you know who Bruce Tim is, Bruce Tim is behind Batman the Animated Series, the the one mm-hmm. in the 90s, the one Emmys, uh, Superman, uh, Justice League, and Justice League Unlimited. All those top tier animated shows. series <laughs> shows that set DC on a path for their animated movies. Yeah. That's the guy. So. There was, you know, HBO Max shot that dead in the water, <sighs> and uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, we were kind of left with our hands in the air. Mm-hmm. And but the studio that is going with it is Amazon, and to me, Amazon is becoming the hub. Yeah, for uh, for animated content, for animated series, because they have if you if you if you have never seen Vox Machina. You're doing mm. yourself a disservice. Oh yeah. Um, they have the the they have Invincible. Invincible alone is insane. Mm. I feel like that's that's didn't did that was that the first one they got that was like I remember that was like their first big hit for the animated series. But I don't yeah, know it, was I think like, it was either Vox Machina or Invincible were the first like yeah. hits. 
But uh, it you know, and then you have the boys diabolical, like the side. That's like a side story for the boys. Mm-hmm. That also is well, that one. Not so much. I'm not. I, the story's a little like it's it's an anthology series, so mm-hmm. the story's a little like you know jumbled together. Exactly that that one. I'm not too crazy about. But they're gonna get Batman the the Cape Crusader by Matt Reeves, J.J. Abrams, Bruce Tim, and I I, I. I the only thing I wasn't too excited about was the way Batman looks. He looks very old school, very noir yeah, yeah, yeah. type thing. But mm-hmm. I can get over that with no problem. See, yeah, it's like definitely like you can see where they're like going with it to like different creative choices, not like directly ape the animated series. So it's yeah, like, but. Did they say anything about who's voicing Batman? Because no, like, that's no where my details. Mind yeah, next, and that's so like, and that's the part that that's the part on with that. That's what I'm waiting for big time because that's yeah. gonna be it. Um, I want to say is it Jason O'Hara? Who's the, who's the guy who's been he's been doing the movies lately? Who's actually really good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Oh yeah, it's not. Yeah. You can you know it's not. Um, um, our our guy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But. Jason Howard does. You know it's not Kevin Conroy, but he he doesn't do a he doesn't do a bad job at all. I think Jason Howard would be okay. my vote for it. Hopefully they go with that because he does a hell of a job. It. He does do, if it's like if you can place that, you would I would go a Kevin Conroy, Jason Howard, and Troy Baker would be my third voiceover What's actor. Your time, yeah. yeah. No, that's a solid top three. I don't I can't mm-hmm. argue with that. And like, if you don't know, if you don't know, if you're not familiar with Troy Baker, Troy Baker would be the voice of Joel in The Last of Us, and he was he's also the Joker in Arkham Origins. Like, if, if there's anybody who could, um, as probably spread talent around, it's probably that mm-hmm. dude. Probably the most talented out of out of that group. Yeah, but yeah. uh, yeah, or with, with versatility. But uh, but yeah, Trey, Trey Baker would be another one, another one that would definitely get my vote, for sure. Okay. So, but yeah, no, yeah, no, no details on it. But uh, we do know that the the show's back in play. It's still going to be produced by yeah. Warner Brothers, but Amazon is just going to be the vehicle that distributes it. So that's just free marketing for Warner Brothers. Not only are they getting paid by Amazon for mm-hmm. uh, distribution, but it's also free marketing on what. Or Warner Brothers could yeah. do so. It's a win-win I for like them. It. It's a good move. Yeah. An interesting, or another interesting acquisition from Amazon, and you know me, I'm mm. high up for Creed three. Yeah, even though Creed, yeah, Creed three is a good film. It's a really good film. Yeah. I don't. I. I still don't feel like the story is original. Because I, mean, I get yeah. if you want to compare Creed th- uh, Creed three, if you need like further context. I kind of have, uh, was it five when he faced Tommy Guns? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I want to confirm that, and I'll keep going. If that's where I find with Creed, Creed three is a good, a good film. Again, not an original in my opinion, story wise, because I kind of it, it's a variation of yeah, what's five? Yeah, it's a variation with of, of Rocky Five to me, but again. Excellent, excellent execution, and mm-hmm. if they, they follow the Rocky Five model, and but and they just put it together better. They just put it together yeah. very well. I think it's a very solid movie. So with the yeah. with the success of Creed Three upon us, and we're still waiting for 
obviously box office numbers and see if part two had dropped off big time from from the first week. That's true, yeah. So uh, that being said, uh, Michael B. Jordan has been uh, Michael B. Jordan and Ryan Coogler has uh, has been approached to do a whole universe for Amazon. Ooh. Obviously, Amazon it's an MGM product. Amazon owns MGM, so yeah. they have been tasked. And this 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 is in talks is not confirmed, but we will be getting if this movie is indeed successful. We'll we'll be getting a whole Creed universe uh, on Amazon, which will be films, TV shows, and okay. animated series. Ah. And again, now the the Amazon's doubling down on this on the on the, on the anime stuff. I forgot the boxing anime that does killer numbers on Netflix. Oh yeah, um, why am I Baku or no? Something like that. Baki's more like I'm like seeing the title card. Yeah, Baki's something like I think that's MMA, but I forgot the Japanese boxing one, which is Mm -hmm. which which kills. But uh, it's gonna be something within that realm. And if you know this film, you know if you've seen uh, Creed Three, there's plenty of side characters where you like. I see they can expand some lore on it. There's no Rocky in this film. Not even a mention of him, so it'd be good to kind of expand yeah, on that part. That. So again, there's a lot of rich, there's a lot of rich story potential here. Uh, I don't want to give it away, but you know, th- there's plenty of characters in this universe mm-hmm. that could definitely get uh, their own story done, and I think it'll be, I think it'll be fast, fascinating for sure. So yeah, and I mean, truth be told, it'll work. I mean, they'll come in again. And it's another it's adult animated show, bro. Who, who else? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm what else is there really asked for? All right, That's uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this bad boy up with uh, some Disney stuff, man. Disney's definitely feeling the pain. Oh uh, yeah, they're not. You know, they're not. Obviously, with uh, even though I believe Ant Man, Quantumania had made some money. Again, mm-hmm. not critically received well. Uh, their whole phase four was rough, and yeah. um, unfortunately, that's just they're in a bit of a they're in some murky waters right now. But you know, it's it's kind of hard to really shit on Marvel because, what, how many years yeah. of just straight bangers after another? So they're allowed a well, bit of a you know what I'm saying to me. Yeah, well, that's the thing. you you have a point there. It's like it's not doing well in comparison to the other movies. Like as far as a movie goes, it's still making. Good money, like it just like no, exactly. like nobody at Marvel's going poor over Ant Man. Okay, like it's just exactly. nobody's losing their house or it's just but they it's just, just like not as they just like the the stamp time. of approval from like critics and shit like that. Basically, yeah, that's kind of like, what it is. Marvel's become like a Fortune five hundred company to tell you in the way they like look at their profits. Like it's there's never like we made less. It's no, we need to make more, and ten percent over is just okay. Like it's yeah. not like well, you know, Marvel's not the only one. That's a part of Disney. Mm-hmm. Star Wars is also feeling it. So there's, hmm. there's news on both ends here. Now, we'll start with, uh, with the Marvel side. We will say this, though. But yeah. it is confirmed. Obviously, we know that a, 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 that a Daredevil show is in production. Which happy to say. And obviously, they kept uh, Homeboy, I forgot his name, off the top of my head. 
that is Daredevil. He was in She-Hulk. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, basically, the current Daredevil right now that was in She-Hulk. I forgot his name mm-hmm. off the top of my head. But yeah. I was, I'm excited because joining Daredevil in his show is my guy, John Berthold, who is yes. the Punisher. And now he's going to be joining Daredevil on that show. I heard. So I'm, I'm I saw pumped. this. Yeah, I'm very pumped for this. And I was just like, and I love the, the follow-up question was like, how is he going to work on Disney Plus? I'm like, did you not see when they dropped Deadpool on there exactly. and nobody had a problem with it? It was just exactly. like, it'll be, it'll it be work. just it's, fine. Exactly. Yeah. It'll be just fine. So. Although, although this Daredevil is not going to be rated R, like, like it's like, like his Netflix run, but uh, yeah, you can yeah, still listen. There's PG 13. You can still push the envelope. You can still get away with plenty. Okay. We don't, I mean, it's not that serious for these guys to be swearing. And shit like yeah. that. Although you would like to see a little bit of gore, it's not gonna make a well, break. Well, I feel here. like yeah. on the gore point, I feel like it's I I don't know what the line is exactly, but it's like, is it like blood or is it that you can't see anybody get like? I think it's like blood and bullet wounds or like that yeah. line. Yeah, you can't see the from what I from what I read the is you can't see the puncture, mm-hmm. like the actual gore part. Yeah, and you can't see an ex- a certain excessive amount of blood. Okay. But I read, I mean, she, that, and, 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 and there's a lot, <laughs> and there's a certain amount of like curses. I think you're like if it's more than like eight, five or eight, some shit like that, then it has to go. Yeah, so you, I think you you're right. Totally, there actually is a specific number limit on f bombs. Yeah, because <laughs> I, like, I was reading it, and I'm like, what? I was, I don't know why I went down this rabbit hole of what makes, what's the difference between? I mean, because everybody wants rated our Batman. <laughs> You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Everyone's Radar oh, yeah. Batman. So then I, I remember I went down the rabbit hole. I don't give a mm-hmm. shit about a Radar Batman. You can still do Dark and Gritty without being Rated R. That's true. To me, when you make a film Rated R, you run the risk of cutting your audience. Because a lot of parents, mm-hmm. unfortunately, listen, at the end of the day, this, this shit is for a, a young audience. Yeah. And at so the true. end of the day, you don't want to undercut your, your fan base because they're not old enough to watch it. It's just from a money-making mm. point of view. Like, if this was headed straight That's... to streaming, we're not having this conversation. But because we're going That's to the theaters up, yeah. where technically they're supposed to kind of card you in a way. Yeah. Some don't. <laughs> I remember those days. But some do. So mm-hmm. in the time where they're supposed to kind of card you, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. it's it's only smart to favor PG-13 because you could reach yeah. a better audience like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're perfect. You're 100% right. It's not worth the risk to, you know. Exactly. From mo- no a money-making standpoint, it's a very fine line between PG- PG-13 and Rated R. It really is a very fine line. You can do a lot with PG-13. Yeah. You could tote the line hard. So, uh, but yeah, but that being said, uh, John, John Perthel making his return. And, I mean, I don't know him personally, but I've seen him in interviews. Mm-hmm. It's the only actor I've ever seen that looks super down-to-earth. And he looks like a normal yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I, I tend to root for him real hard. He's a very he gives off that vibe. Dude. Yeah. I don't know if you watch his podcast. I, I think it's called Real Ones or something, but it's he does like interviews. And yeah, he I, has not his own. Lie, he's, he's, he's got that, that vibe, because just to speak to that for a second, like I was watching the episode he did with um, Shia LaBeouf. Yes. And I was just like, you know, I'm like, and for like 30 minutes, I was just like wrapped up in this story. Cause it's Fascinated, like, yeah. I mean, just, and, but it's like, it was the way he talks to, like, it's Shia LaBeouf, so we know him, him alone is, like, interesting, but it's like, it was the way John Bernthal is, like, talking to the, everybody else, so, like, the way he, he sounds like he's, like, he sounds like he's one of us, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Off the street. The, other, the only other actor who I know is like that is Frank Grillo. You know, mm, Frank, Frank Grillo yes. is, he was Crossbones. And uh, mm-hmm. he, he was, uh, he had, um, he had this MMA show. I forgot the name. I don't want to. I don't want to do injustice. But Frank goes a beast. And he's also like a very common dude with a sense of humor mm-hmm. too. So uh, it'll be you know mm-hmm. it's it, those kind of actors, you know, guys, guys, and they're they're, they're right ones. down to earth. I I definitely root for guys like that. Art. So I'm excited. John Berthold, John Berthold's making his way. Uh, but uh, with that being said, uh, we got some shit about Disney, man. Disney. Uh, We'll start here. We'll start with this thing. I have it reversed here on the notes, but we'll start. We'll start with uh, Marvel first. Okay, uh, Bob Iger, who's like the CEO. I yeah, think Kevin Feige has nice. to do with the creativity and the actual shows itself. I think Bob Iger handles the money aspect of it. Yeah, he's, he's work. Like Bob Iger's Disney Parks, Kevin Feige's Marvel. So it's yeah, like, exactly, exactly. Yeah, Bob Iger, yeah. Bob Iger would be Disney Media. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, I'll go with true. that. And Kevin Feige is Marvel's head honcho. Mm-hmm. Must be nice to work at Disney. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know how you know how we got like a Captain America, we got like a part three for that. We have mm-hmm. uh, four uh, Thor installments. We have three Guardians of the Galaxies. According yeah. to according to Bob Iger, we uh he doesn't see the need for that kind of stuff. So he only mm. wants the movie to have one or two movies, and he wants to move on to the next character. He wants all new Avengers. Hmm. Um, yeah, he basically, he wants to stop the whole eight projects per year type of thing, which that I do get. Yeah. You don't want to. I mean, that's right. Exactly, because we saw what it was doing to the visual effects team. Remember, that was that whole debacle. Where the visual mm-hmm. effects team was on strike because there's too much yeah. going on and stuff like that. Uh, so one that's going to help you on that end, big time. Definitely, it'll get to slow yes. the roll and it gets to slow. And on top of that, Kevin Feige is going to be able to put his hands on everything. We see how it looks like when they crank away too much, and he doesn't really mm-hmm. get to put in on anything. We see what happens. Yeah, yeah. The, it really does take a big hit. So, and I mean, now that you mentioned that, like this. Phase four feels like the least, and I mean, I might be wrong about this, but it feels like the least tied in than the other ones. Oh, you! I think you're 100 percent right. That's the problem. So, with phase four, it doesn't. You're right. Phase four just didn't hit. No matter what, listen. I understand. Mm-hmm. I'm not. No, obviously, I'm not no hater. I watch all of it. Tony, phase four just didn't hit. It just didn't. Mm-hmm. Especially, yeah. especially, mm-hmm. I could fuck with their movies, but their TV shows were hot trash. Especially yeah. the shows. I mean, like it just didn't. Like, because you know what it was? It used to feel like the TV shows were the ones to, like, really, like, weave it into the movies and, like, make you want to watch them. And this was, these this phase felt like the TV shows were all trying to do their own thing and branch out to something bigger. Yes. And I'm like, look, the only way this kind of all rolls back into something, like, down the road, when, you know, we're all, look at what they did in this amazing thing, where it's like, the story is going to have to get so convoluted with this whole, multi, and you're going to have to lean into the multiverse thing so hard to make it, like, really wrap around and make sense to pick Agreed. up from this point that it's like it's a lot of legwork it's just that's all yeah. i can say it's like it's but i feel like they can lot. definitely get back on track now with this direction of slowing things down i really don't mm-hmm. like the fact that bob Iger wants to influx so many new characters 
You know, like yeah. if you, you kind of got to let these characters breathe. You know how we talked exactly. about we talked about Civil War, right? We talked mm-hmm. about Civil War, where uh, you know Captain America and Iron Man earned that conflict for Civil mm-hmm. War. I told you one of my biggest criticisms of Batman vs Superman was that there's nothing that leads up to them hating each other. It's just one yeah. film. And boom, and just, they collide. And I'm a true like, Batman fan. <laughs> and Batman's mm-hmm. never going to get caught up on hatred just off of something like that. There has to be a build to it. Mm-hmm. There that has to be problem. a build to that. And the only, to me, the reason why Batman and Superman doesn't work is because there's no and you don't earn that conflict. Yeah, nobody That's understood what, why they were fighting each other. Exactly. Just, just, yeah, he destroyed buildings and blah, blah, blah. But hey. I get that part, like, but there's it, it has to be more to that. There has to be a personal vendetta against it. There has to be mm-hmm. if you if you're gonna have Bats as your your antagonist, there has to be a conflict where he has to earn that. Yeah. I read the, listen, like Superman. I, I usually do don't. Now. I usually don't critique people's ability to tell stories, but I've read all that. I've read all the issues where they fought. Mm-hmm. And that conflict has always been earned, always. That's the thing. It's been like you know. I, mean, I read all really those. Just, it's been like all the crossovers, whether reasons. it's X Men versus Avengers, where whether it's you know whatever the get whatever team up you have, I you I read all the build up. There's no you, you yeah. just put it out there and you do it. And if Bob Iger's not careful, he's gonna have a Batman versus Superman in his hands. Easily, he's gonna take like two characters, said. pin them against each other. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be receivable. That's why that's the reason why Civil War works so damn well. Yeah, you build up because they built the up fight. the animosity <laughs> and they built up the the not, they didn't really hate each other, but they built up the the fact that there was a, there's well, a huge difference of opinions. And yeah. these guys work with each other amicably, but there's there's tension there throughout all their mm-hmm. films. But I think that's they, what works. Is that they like, earned that. If, you, if Bob Iger has his way, they won't be that. You'll have one or two films, and you're going to move on to the next character. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. not going to know who your Avengers are. You know what I'm saying? You're oh, not gonna, exactly. It's just, and that's the other thing. And they pop up in each other's movies. They pop up in the TV shows, and you're like, okay, that's my Captain America. That's my Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Marvel's going to, at this point, you, you shot your pantheon. All Marvel has left is... Like third and second string characters, it's not a good look. Pretty much, yeah. Like it's you gotta like, but that speaks to your point of like you have to build these guys up. Where it's just like, it, it'd be like you know. I think what they want to do is kind of have that success they found with like those other third string characters. Like Guardians is like the biggest example I can think of. Where it's like we didn't know who the hell they were, but because they took that time to build them up to make them and develop their characters, we like people care so much about Groot now. Yeah. When I could say, like, before his movie, you didn't know who the hell he was. But it's, like, because you got to care about him and learn who this character was, like, you'll go all out now for him. And it's, like, people are rooting for him and actually give a shit. But it's, like... Not even him. It, that again, whole squad, you know, who the hell they were. Like, I, I agree. That's true, yeah. Yeah. So it's, like, you know... I, I remember listening to that soundtrack just because, I was like, yeah, this, this something about it was just, yeah. like, all right, this works and it makes you care for them. But, I mean, just to speak that, like, and just, I mean, I know it's the soundtrack. It's a funny thing, but it's, like, 
that makes you think about the movie, care about them, and it makes you relate to it more. But it's those little connections that make me want to go see the third movie now yeah. because I want to see how their story wraps up. Like if it was just like, oh, these guys are here and they're fighting Thanos and they got a power. And it's like, that's wonderful. I don't know who these people are and I can't make myself care about them because they're strangers effectively. So exactly. You know, you got to make it work. You got to so, make people care. Marvel, Marvel's treading some, uh, in, in a, in a weird way. If there's anybody who can make it work, I, I trust in Kevin Feige. But I, I, mm-hmm. I really don't I really don't see what Bob Iger's trying to do here. It's it really doesn't it's really not a good look. I, His, I really don't yeah. I don't Yeah. Like, Fi I I, I got I almost combined their names, Figer. Jesus. <laughs> like um Kevin Feige is more the creative guy, like you yeah. said, and Iger's definitely like the business end of it. So I see where Iger's coming from with it, but yeah, like it's gonna have to be a balance between those two to make that really work, to tell you the truth. Exactly. Like, they gotta Honest to God, collaborate like they can't no, be. They have, they, they have to really plan that, plan this out. Um, yeah. I'll tell you what. On on a Star Wars end, because even though Han Solo, the Han Solo film was it was was dope. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't received well. It didn't make and, and it didn't make money. The new trilogy mm. obviously made money, but it was it wasn't received well. And if there's, there's anything that we know, Disney likes to win on all. Across the board, they want yeah. their projects received well, and they want to make their money on top of that. Now, uh, the problem with the problem with Star Wars and Star Wars is a quick analysis because they just put a stop to all their projects. Kevin yeah. Feige had a project coming up for Star Wars. He always wanted to direct the Star Wars film. His his project canceled. Patty mm. Jenkins had a um. A Rogue Squadron film. Rogue Squadron is like the, the planes and shit. Mm-hmm. She had a she had a film in development, canceled. So which yeah, there was a new trilogy coming out to erase basically the uh, seven eight nine that was dropped, canceled. Mm-hmm. So right now, Star Wars is on on full halt. The only thing that's making moves right now is like. Man, Mandalorian, like the little solo president, Ahsoka, yeah. Mandalorian, and Bad Batch. Everything else is canceled. So I can Which, see. I actually don't mind this move because. Yeah. Let's go back to the drawing board here. Okay, this is it. You want to have fun with Star Wars now? Let's just visit the Old Republic. That's it. Well before, well before any Skywalker has walked this earth. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go, Old Republic. That's it. If you want to do That's, it to me. That's the era that we have never explored. That's the most mm-hmm. some of the most richest stories in the comic books. Let's do the old republic, and we in there. Pretty much, yeah. Because it's like like you said, where it's like you know, because and especially because like that you know like the I guess seven, eight, and nine were they made money, but they weren't like I remember just the the heat from it. everybody was like, oh, this isn't like the old one, and then like it was it Force Awakens? Everybody was complaining like, oh, it's just you know. They're just playing on our nostalgia for the movies again. And I'm just like, yeah, but it's still like a fun movie to watch. Like, it's not like I get it. it nothing's ever going to compare to the original trilogy. It's just it is what it is. It stands as this test of time to like science fiction movies. Ever. Exactly. But it's like, you know, I don't know. Like, I still enjoyed them. I didn't think they were like terrible. But I I think you're right in the sense of like, yeah, we need to get away from the Skywalker story where it's like yeah. you've done it. You flesh it out once it was like raised Palpatine's granddaughter. It's like. 
by the way, spoilers. <laughs> it's like you know, you know, you know where the, where the Star Wars went wrong is how I think they they kind of shitted on Luke big time. Mm. Yeah, you the way he was pissed. Yeah, he he didn't like the way it went down. He would, you know, it, the way he went out was was real whack. And there's there's yeah. a time period where they could explore, you know, when Kylo Ren was turning and stuff like that. There's mm-hmm. a, there's stuff that they can do there. So exactly, and uh, you know, you, you you have a ton of other material to pick from. So it's it's not exactly. like you're lacking for it. Just we we've we've done the Skywalker skyline. We can. Now it's time to move on, baby. That's it. All right, Mr. Mango, sir. That is just about it for Instagram Rundown. We ran through all the everything that stood out in entertainment. And what stands out to me is that when it comes to uh, being a creative, the Mm -hmm. best route is to always take your time. That is the truth. And put your best foot forward. The truth. That's what I learned today right. from this damn episode. Take your time, put your best foot forward. Don't just settle for mediocrity just to put something out. Uh, Mr. Mango, where can they find you, sir? I'm located on the old internets at Action Mango on YouTube, TikTok, and IG. And you can also find me on Steam and Xbox Live at GT40MKV. And where are you? You already know the vibes. You're right there going everywhere. TikTok, YouTube, uh, Twitter. And uh, soon to be on Rumble. Uh, hey. Got that going. Rumble is basically YouTube for conservatives, but I'm just looking for the most eyes possible. So it yeah. is what it is. Uh, uh, I, I only created the account to watch the, the Power Slap finale. But now that I have oh, it, I might as well make use of it. So. I'm, I'm going to sign up now, too, because <laughs> that's a good reason right there. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we know the vibes, man. Support, support our sponsorship. Support the sauce. At the Phenomenal AV, go pick up your Cactus Buzz. And there's a new, uh, and he's got some, he's got another one coming up. And this one is supposed to okay. kick you straight in the nets. It's supposed to be a, real, a rough one. So go yeah. support the sauce. The Phenomenal AV is doing the damn thing. Shout out to him. Uh, shout out to uh, Spotify, who officially absorbed Anchor. And hey. Spotify is now the overlord for uh we're basically allowing us to have a platform. So, so updating the resume, uh, current Spotify employee. <laughs> and most of all, shout out to you guys. Because of you guys, we are now available on iHeartRadio. And it's just further our reach more and more. So we appreciate you. We appreciate the love. Keep doing the damn thing. Keep spreading the gospel that is Instagram Rundown. Mr. Mango, please take us out. <laughs>